So what should small business owners be asking Santa for Christmas? Hey everyone, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes podcast, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, managing businesses, you know, wealth issues relating to owners, all kinds of stuff based on questions that people send in to me. Um, today is Wednesday, the Wednesday before Christmas. And tonight I'm going to be appearing on the John Sanchez show. Uh, it's a regular everyday drive time show down in Reno, Nevada. It's about my fifth or sixth time on the show. And because it's almost Christmas time, um, John and I have decided that uh, what I should do tonight on the show is to, to do this Christmas list for small business owners. Now, um, I thought that I would share this list with you as well and share it with you first, even though I guess John's listeners will hear it first, but you know, because the video comes out on Friday. So let's begin. So what's great about this is that not only are these things going to be helpful if you own a small business right now, they're going to be helpful to let you manage it better, but they're also going to make it easier for you to sell your business if something ever happens and you need to put your business up for sale, or if you decide to sell the business as part of a, a plan to, to actually leave like for retirement or what have you. So the very first thing on the list that small businesses should be asking Santa for this year is to figure out how to run your business with less capital. So what do I mean by that? Well, the money that's in your business tied up in things like cash, receivables, inventory, machinery, that's your money. And the business earns a certain profit based on having your assets tied up in it. So if you can figure out a way to reduce the assets that you have in your business, to reduce the amount of inventory, to reduce the amount of receivables, to increase things like payables, right? You can reduce the amount of your money in the business. And if you can do that while having the profitability and cash flow remain the same, essentially what you're doing is you're increasing the rate of return on your own assets. And for many people, more importantly, you're taking money out of your business and you can do something else with it, like invest it, you know, with your financial advisor, buy real estate, whatever you want to do. Too often, I find business owners that have been successful over the long you know, course of their entrepreneurial career, and they just keep building up more and more wealth in their business, even though the business has stopped growing and doesn't really increase in profitability. What they're doing is they're getting a lower and lower rate of return on their money, which you know, no financial advisor would be proud of if you were investing in mutual funds or stocks or something like that. So think about your company as though it were an investment and try to maximize the rate of return while minimizing how much money of your own is tied up in the business. Item number two, a business plan to take advantage of opportunities. I consistently hear from business owners time and time again, that they have all these opportunities, ideas, there's things happening in their market that will allow their business to grow. But then when I ask them, what is your plan to take advantage of that opportunity? They, they haven't actually done anything. They're, they're reactive. They're just waiting for their phone to ring, waiting for people to contact them in order to do more business. Well, if there are opportunities in your community, if things are changing, if the city's growing, if there's new neighborhoods going in, Whatever the market is for your business, if there are opportunities, create a plan for next year so that you actually know what you're going to do to try to increase your business and increase your cash flow based on this new opportunity. So planning, that's on the list. 
financial statements that allow you to run your business. And I've got them written down here, so I won't forget any of them. Um, financial statements that let you run your business. So another big problem I run into is people have financial statements which are only created for one purpose, which is to make sure that they can file their taxes. The accounting profession has been working for 300 years almost to figure out how to accurately portray what's going on in a business through the use of income statements and balance sheets. You need to learn how to read them and you need to make sure that your business's financials are actually set up to allow you to run your business. So one of the problems I often see is a business that will have a labor component as a direct cost to delivering service to their customers. For example, an auto repair business, right? So their costs involve the parts they buy to put into their customers' cars, but then their costs are also related to the mechanics that actually do the work. And I've seen more than one business like this where they'll have one labor line as an expense for all the mechanics and the people who work in the office. You don't want that. You want to show the direct labor as one of your cost of goods sold and then the administrative or overhead labor as a different line because you need to be able to keep an eye on your gross margin. And so if your financial statements aren't set up properly, you can't look at them every month when they're reconciled and see that your business is actually on target. So if you have messed up financial statements and, if, and the easiest way to know they're messed up is if you never look at them ever, 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 you got to start reading them. You have to understand them and you need to make sure they're organized in a way that allows you to manage the business. And if December 31st is your year end, now's the time to make sure you sort it out so you can have real information in 2018 that will allow you to manage the business, not just fill in a tax return. Next thing, time for weekly or monthly review of the profit. Once your financial statements have been fixed, now you can actually use them as a management tool. So ask Santa for a little block of time every month once the financial statements are reconciled with the bank that you can actually sit down and look and see if you are on target. Make sure that you know that you're running your business properly. Fixing up the place. Um, you know, it's funny, I, I often tell the story about the missing baseboard. And if you've ever been living in a house that needed renovation and you've been fixing things up slowly over time, one of the things that often happens if you're going to paint a room is you'll take some of the molding off, you know, baseboards, and then you start the painting project and you don't quite finish and then you get at it again and you don't quite finish. And you live in this house with this piece of molding missing. And after a while you stop noticing. But every person that walks in your house is the first thing they see. And my mother used to be great with the for this stuff. We would go visit someone's house and then when we left she would say, I wonder if they know that the piece of molding around that door frame is missing. Actually, they don't because they've been living so long with that state of disrepair or, or the, you know, sort of semi-finished renovation that they're comfortable with it. Well, your business is the same. And when I walk into businesses all the time, I see things that need to be painted. I see, you know, decorations or renovations that aren't quite complete. I see jerry-rigged repairs on you know, in bathrooms and garages and shops and things like this, uh, furniture that needs to be replaced. <clears throat> if your business doesn't look good and look successful, it's transmitting a certain image to the clients or to the people who may want to buy your business if you decide to put it up on the market. So if you know that you need things like new furniture, you don't need to go out and splurge and spend a bunch of money. Just make a list and realize I need new furniture and then wait for an opportunity to upgrade. But if it's not on a list and it's not prioritized, it's just never going to happen. 
and you're gonna be stuck in that environment which doesn't invite success because it doesn't transmit a message of success. Next on the list, a written organization chart and job descriptions. I've gone on and on about this, but if you can't tell people exactly what they're supposed to be doing, how on earth do you expect to hold them accountable when they don't do it? And so the easiest thing for you to do is if you wanna get serious about organizing yourself and having those job descriptions is go over to easysmallbizsystems.com and do my build a business that people will wanna buy. If you're in the Toronto area, I will be coming in May. So come over to davidcbarnett.com and you will find a sign up on Eventbrite. Um, the location hasn't been fixed yet, but it will be uh, one of the hotels probably near Pearson uh, because I'm doing some traveling. So I'm gonna be doing a session uh, in May at the towards the end of May in Toronto. So you may wanna come out and see me if you need to get your business organized. Once you have your business organized, you have an org chart and you have all of those job descriptions put into place, the next big thing on the list that you wanna do for Santa is delegating a responsibility to a subordinate. Give yourself a break forever by delegating something that you do to somebody else so that you can take more time off and focus on the more important things such as planning and dreaming up how you're gonna grow your business and increase your profits, okay? Small businesses delegate tasks. Big businesses and growing businesses delegate responsibilities, okay? Again, if you do easysmallbizsystems.com, take the build a business that people will wanna buy course, you're gonna learn this stuff in detail. Um, employee performance reviews. Most small businesses don't do them, why? They don't have job descriptions, they don't have a way to hold people accountable to a list of things that they're supposed to be doing, and without the accountabilities, without the targets, without the list of what you should be doing, how do you review someone's performance in their attempt to achieve those goals? Well, you can't. So again, 2018, you wanna ask Santa for the ability to do employee performance reviews, which means getting yourself organized. And then lastly, if you've been watching the news, you'll notice that in California, there were crazy fires burning everything down. Down in the Caribbean and in Florida this year, we had incredibly destructive hurricanes and other storms you know, that have gone through. For 2018, ask Santa for a disaster plan for your business. What happens if the building burns down? What happens if a natural disaster occurs in your area? Assess what might happen. Maybe you're near a river that sometimes floods. Maybe you're in an area that gets you know crazy snowstorms. Where I live, for instance, I know with, a, with certainty that this winter I will lose power three or four times. And one of those times might be for a couple of days. Well, when you drive around the industrial park here, you see behind a lot of businesses a big old generator, right? Because they've created a plan for a winter storm disaster. If they lose power, they can still operate. What happens if the building burns down? What happens if your town is destroyed? Will you be able to carry on your business from a rented you know, hotel meeting room in the neighboring town? And what would you have to do in order to access your information? What would you have to do in order to get your phones transferred over? All that kind of stuff is in an emergency plan and you need to create that plan and you need to have that plan in different locations and, and different people who work in your company need to have access to the plan in case you're not available to implement it in case of a disaster. So that's another big thing that I put on Santa's wish list. 
for all of you business owners out there for 2018. Merry Christmas. I wish you all a great deal of success. And if you're thinking about selling your business this year, look me up because I've been working with people all over North America this year, helping them sell their business and making it easier for them to do it on their own through my five steps that you can see at howtosellmyownbusiness.com. And if you want to buy a business, don't forget, head over to businessbuyeradvantage.com. Thank you very much. We'll see you all soon. And I hope you all a safe, happy holiday season. Talk to you later.